for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Hello, welcome, welcome to Living Life. And may the Lord bless you as you walk together with Him today. I have a question for you. Are you a good counselor? Uh, I find myself uh, giving advice or counsel uh, to many people because I uh, serve as a pastor, a leader. Uh, but then I really pray that God will give me wisdom uh, so that what I share will be helpful uh, because uh, I was also in a situation where I needed uh, words of counsel from people. Uh, but I realized that hearing right answers sometimes do not help and, and hearing more right answers uh, sometimes uh, do not encourage me and people to respond in the right way. But uh, end up discouraging uh, people. Well, today, uh, we are going to look at uh, one of Job's friends uh, giving advice. And then, in looking at it, uh, we will think about how not to give an advice, how not to uh, give counsel, and some things that you and I need to think about as God uses you and me uh, to encourage many people that are in need. Job chapter 5, verses 1 through 16. Call, if you will, but who will answer you? To which of the holy ones will you turn? Resentment kills a fool, and envy slays the simple. I myself have seen a fool taking root, but suddenly his house was cursed. His children are far from safety, crushed in court without a defender. The hungry consume his harvest, taking it even from among thorns, and the thirsty pant after his wealth. For hardship does not spring from the soil, nor does trouble sprout from the ground. Yet man is born to trouble as surely as sparks fly upward. But if I were you, I would appeal to God, I would lay my cause before him. He performs wonders that cannot be fathomed, miracles that cannot be counted. He provides rain for the earth. He sends water on the countryside. The lowly he sets on high, and those who mourn are lifted to safety. He thwarts the plans of the crafty so that their hands achieve no success. He catches the wise in their craftiness, and the schemes of the wily are swept away. Darkness comes upon them in the daytime, at noon, they grope as in the night. He saves the needy from the sword in their mouth. He saves them from the clutches of the powerful. So the poor have hope, and injustice shuts its mouth. Today's passage, uh, we looked at earlier uh, that one of three friends of Jove, I'm beginning to give uh, first uh, round of advice and counsel. You know, after sitting together with Job for seven days in silence and in order to encourage and speak words of uh, a hope 
and counsel, uh, they begin to talk. And uh, the first one, Eliphaz, and begins to speak. And then he probably was the oldest one and then wisest, and he has the most profound uh, experience, understanding of God. And then he is speaking words of truth to him. But it sounded a lot like uh, the truth that is spoken, uh, not in love. Uh, you see, you and I need to speak not just the truth and saying, oh, yes, truth hurts, but it's what's needed. But then speaking truth in love and so that the person in difficulty will be able to uh, accept and then just receive the words. And that's uh, what we see. As we think about today's passage, there are at least three things that you and I need to uh, see and think about, you know, from his example. You see, he spoke uh, from his uh, limited understanding of the person, uh, Job, and what he was going through, and then also his limited understanding of, you know, who God is and what God is doing, and then his limited understanding of a proper response and then what God is asking uh, Job to do. Uh, let's look at the first one, his limited understanding of what Job is going through and what's happening and then who he is. In a verse uh, uh, 3, and then he says this. Um, he says uh, in an earlier one, you know, he has seen uh, a full taking root, and then based on the observation of what's happening, and then he comes to an understanding, and then he's making a strong statement. You know, God is God who sees all the things, and then God is God who blesses the righteous people, and then God blesses those that are living in righteous ways, and therefore, if bad things are happening to you, that you are living unrighteously, and that's what he is saying to Job. Look at verse 3. He says, I myself have seen a fool taking root. Suddenly his house was cursed. And then he is a simple man. And then he goes on and talks about him. And calling, uh, you know, uh, Job a fool. And basically saying, it's because of you are a sinner. Because of what you have done wrong. You see, God is God of justice, and God is God who blesses his people. And the reason why you're going through it is because you have sinned. And this friend had a very limited understanding of what's going on. And sometimes when we see people going through a difficulty, and then sometimes people assume, oh, there must be something this person has done, and that is why they're going through this pain and suffering. We need to be careful in thinking that. Uh, second thing is this, and then his perspective of God. He has a high view of God. He knows that God is sovereign, and uh, mostly that he also knows that God is God of justice, that he rewards and he blesses, and he is a righteous God, and that's what he uh, calls on, you know, especially explain, you know, who God is. And then he is the one that, that brings about justice, and then he is the one that is rewarding, and he is the one that's uh, saving. And then he has a high view of God. But at the same time, uh, he does not have a fuller understanding of God. Yes, God is God of justice, but 
he doesn't fully know that God is God of mercy and grace. And sometimes when we are correcting somebody or talking to somebody in pain, we need to also let them know of God who is God of mercy and justice. Kind of like when Jesus was relating to a woman caught in sin and not just saying, you have done wrong, but before coming to that, Jesus accepted and extended grace. At the same time, pointed out what was wrong. And one more thing that we want to think about together is this. A limited understanding of what God was asking Job to do. Verse 8, he says, If I were you, I would appeal to God. I would lay my cause before God. Uh, In a sense, and he's calling Job to repent. Turn to God. Don't just sit there. Get up. And then turn to God and do your best to come and cry out to God and repent. You know, this sounds a lot like sometimes the, the, the advice that I gave to uh, some of my youth group members many years back. And sometimes you got to read the Bible more. you got to pray more. And then things will get better. And that's how I used to give advice. But then I realized that it's a limited, it comes from a limited understanding. And because uh, he was not in a position to turn to God and come back to God uh, in this way. But rather, you know, uh, where he was and then God has put him there. And then where he was and God is the one that is coming near to him. You see, just because you're going through difficulty doesn't mean all because of what you have done wrong. Sometimes there are things that you don't understand. I don't understand why, what's going on. But then, rather than you're guilty until proven innocent, no. And then you are loved by God, even though you may have sinned. And that's an important attitude. And then also, knowing that God is God of mercy and grace, even dealing with a sinner. And then knowing, yes, God leads you to a point of repentance, but then God is God who comes to you. And then God is God who sits together with you, enters into your suffering. And as he meets with you and helps you to come to a point where you can make adjustments or make things right, whatever that God is going to lead you to do. It's not just repenting for a long time that will automatically turn things around and make things better. No, it's not that. Think again. Jesus who came and near to the woman caught in sin, he didn't condemn. And then he came near extended grace and then he invited her to walk in the way of life not just in the way of judgment and rebuke. I hope you and I will ask the Lord to help us to grow as a a better counselor who listens and who encourages and emphasizes rather than just telling, giving them the right answer. I hope you will become more like Jesus, who doesn't talk so much, giving the right answers, as if 
giving them the right answer will solve all the problem. But then who will identify, empathize? And then who sometimes use questions to elicit what they have to say, to listen, to identify, and to stand together, to show them that you care to the person before you tell them the right answer. Heavenly Father, help us to grow as a counselor, as a leader who helps and speaks words of truth uh, to people that are in need, not just sharing the fact of the truth, but also speaking truth in love so that it will be like a medicine that will help them rather than being the one that will rebuke them into deeper discouragement. Lord, help us to grow knowing that you speak your truth to us in love and help us to grow through many difficult times. In Jesus' name, amen. For a single soul, reaching further and stepping in closer, see Jesus.